late afternoon, six o'clock. For those that don't know me, I'm Tessie. Um, I'm in the United Kingdom, in Bristol. Um, that's southwest, or west, west of England. Hi, Ivan. Nice to see you. Is it Ivan or Ivan? Ivan, probably, isn't it? Nice to see you. My name's Tessie. Um, I'm a um, poet. I've published a number of books. I also have a day job, so I do work um, in a centre of communication as a team manager um, as well. Um, so I'm quite busy, but in my spare time, I absolutely love writing poetry. Hi, Billy. I've got a couple of books out, or several books out. I've got Travels with Tessie, which is this book, which is a poetic journey throughout the southwest of England. And I have another one out called Open Book. I don't have that one to hand. Um, and I have a few little chat books on Kindle as well. But tonight, we're not talking about my books. We're going to be talking about some of the community books and the community poems. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about my collection of books that I've got from the community. So how are you guys? Have you had a good day? So I'm going to go through some of the books that I've got. Okay, so everyone probably knows experimental fiction, right? That's Simon, and he's called Poet Simon on Twitter. He's written a book, and it's called um, Experimental Poems. Experimental Fiction, the poems. It's his handle. Hello, ramblings of her heart. Hi. So I have a number of community books. This is Experimental Fiction, Simon's book. Okay. We have got Fear Country, which is Alice wrote it her book. I've got Penny for Your Poems by Claire Nichols. Penny for Your Poems. All these books are available on Amazon except for one of them, which I'll come to. We've got Wildflower Tea, which is by C. Churchill of C.C. Writes. Hi, Val. That's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry, um, Stranger Paths Poetry. So I'm just going through the community books that I've got. So, so far, I've done four books. Experimental Fiction, Penny for Your Poems by Claire Nichols, Wildflower Tea by Cece Churchill, and Alice wrote it, her fairly new book, which is called Fear Country. I have more. <laughs> I have Here's book. Wild Imagination by Hia Oxford Girl. I have Sakshi's book, Sakshi Nirala, who is on Instagram. I have Laura Ferry's book, Somewhere Between Roses and Oranges. Actually, I forgot to say that Sakshi's book is called Lovish. Hia's book. I have Nicholas Trandall who is a Twitter poet, somebody I met on Twitter. I have Spearhead Poetry on Instagram. And I have The Facade of a Foxglove, which is a handmade book, not available on Amazon, completely handmade, by Lainey of Teal Moon Poetry. 
this isn't available at the moment. She does limited runs, so contact her to find out when she's doing another run of it. But it's a beautiful, special handmade book, The Facade of a Foxglove by Teal Moon Poetry. Okay, so those are the ones that I've got to hand that are paperback. So as you can see, I do buy community books and I have lots and lots of community books. So, you know, I, I, we read them on YPV, pick a poem, but I thought, why not get all my books out, put them on the table and see what you want to hear, guys. So that's my paperback ones. Um, on Kindle, I have a number of other books. Oh, I forgot to mention, I've got Angel Writer's book, which is Once Around the Halo. I've got um, The Impractical Magician, A Beguiler's Journey by Tony Berdrent on my tablet. I've got Inside a Poet's Heart by Audley Johnson, who is on Instagram. I have Neverman Musings, Turning Point by Ivan Josie Garcia-Rojas, who is somebody I met on Twitter. Um, I've got somebody called The Brewberry Tales. I've got um, Jason Black's book, which is a poetry book, Life's Little Song. So there's lots and lots of books. I've got Brave by Janice Michelle, Darkish by Hannah Herrera, lots and lots of books. So what I wanted to do was to read some of my favourite poetry and let, tell me which books you want to hear from. And I've also been sent a number of poems to read as well from the community. So what shall we do first? Okay. Um, hello to everybody that's joined. Hi, John. Okay, so I'm just going to bring up my little plan. The first poem I'm going to read is not somebody from the community, but it's a famous published poet that Billy Harrington introduced me to when we first started Billy and Tessie Discuss. And it's called Joan Hunter Dunn, and it's by John Betjeman. This poem has got to be one of my favourite poems ever. Um, I'm hoping that I get that line right, Billy. So I'm going to read this one to you to start us off this evening. And John Betjeman, um, I went to see his grave in Cornwall in St. Enadoc's Church. Um, it's fascinating, absolutely brilliant. Miss Joan Hunter Dunn, Miss Joan Hunter Dunn, furnished and burnished by Aldershot's son, what strenuous singles we played after tea, we in the tournament, you against me. Love 30, love 40, a weakness of joy, the speed of a swallow, the grace of a boy. With carefulest carefulness, gaily you won, I am weak from your loveliness, Joan Hunter Dunn. Miss Joan Hunter Dunn, Miss Joan Hunter Dunn, how mad I am, sad I am, glad that you won. The warm-handed racket is back in its press, but my shock-headed victor, she loves me no less. Her father's anonymous shines in the walk as we walk and swing past the summer house buried in talk and the cool and the and call the Ravanda that welcomes us in to the six o'clock news and a lime juice and gin. The scent of the conifers, sound of the bath, the view from my bedroom of moss dappled path as I struggle with double end evening tie for we dance at the golf club, my victor and I. 
On the floor of her bedroom lie blazer and shorts, and the cream-coloured walls are betrophied with sports, and westering questioning settles the sun on your low-headed, on your low-leaded window, Miss Joan Hunter Dunn. The hillman is waiting, the lights in the hall, the pictures of Egypt are bright on the wall. My sweet, I am standing beside the oak stair, and there on the landings, the light of your hair. By roads not adopted, by woodlanded ways, she drove to the club in the late summer haze, into nine o'clock Camberley, heavy with bells, and mushroomy, pinewoody, evergreen smells. Miss Joan Hunter Dunn, Miss Joan Hunter Dunn, I can hear from the car park the dance has begun. Oh, Surrey Twilight, importunate band, oh, strongly adorable tennis girl's hand. Around us are rovers and Austins afar, above us the intimate roof of the car. And here on my right is the girl of my choice, with the tilt of her nose and the chime of her voice. And the scent of her rap and the words never said, and the omnius, omnius dancing ahead. We sat in the car till twenty to one, and now I'm engaged to Miss Joan Hunter Dunn. So I hope you enjoyed that. There's some bits that I really, really love. I mean, I love the whole poem, um, but it's actually based on a real story, um, a real-life um, woman called Miss Joan Hunter Dunn, who... Um, I can't remember the exact story, Billy, but it was somebody he wrote, John Betjeman wrote this poem after meeting her and having a little bit of an infatuation with her. Hi, Naomi, lovely to see you. Um, it's a beautiful poem, isn't it? Absolutely beautiful. Okay. So if anyone's got any um, preferences on which book I read from, first of all, I should have got a pen ready, I'm just grabbing one from my desk, um, please let me know. I'll run through the books again in just a little while. Um, silly me, didn't get my tablet ready, so I'm just bringing up my account on here. It is beautiful, isn't it? I just need to log into my Poems by Tessie account, um, and hopefully that won't take very long. Yeah, it's lovely. What about Jason Black? Okie dokie. Right, so let's get into my account. So I'm going to read one of the lady that supports us all so much and spends so much time um, showcasing our poetry. Um, I'm sure you can guess who I'm about to announce, but it's Val of Being You, Being True. I'm going to read one of your poems, um, and I want to say a massive, massive thank you to the continued support to your poetic voice, the feature page that Billy and I run, and um, to me personally, being such a, an amazing friend. Um, it really is a pleasure to know you. Thank you so much for everything. And I think you should get read more on lives. Um, so this one, I am going to say that it's about suicide. So if that's something that upsets you, you may want to just log off and come back in a couple of minutes. Okay, so this is Being You, Being True. Let me fade away. I can't shake this feeling of loneliness as I sit alone in the garden. My headache growing worse by the minute, my chest rising and falling way too quick. I can't catch my breath so easy these days like I want to. I look around and I do see the beauty of the trees swaying in the breeze. I do notice the buttercups looking more yellow than I remember. 
but I just can't stop these thoughts that come so quick out of nowhere, thoughts that tell me now is the time. It's time now, come on my friend, you've outstayed your welcome, and I don't want to listen to these thoughts that are trapped so tight inside my head that they crush my skull on a repeated daily basis. My attention is brought back to the calmness of the soft bellow of a bird in flight, and I want that calmness. I want that freeness. I'm crying because I want to disappear, just float off into the sky and let my body finally rest. But I'm so damn scared, so damn frightened that I would just look at my beautiful boy and change my mind, seeing him lying there so content and trusting that mummy has him all safe and loved and protected. And oh God, how do I? I do in my heart, I do. But then the voices attack my being and tell me thoughts, thoughts that my boy would grow stronger without me. And I can't hold back the tears that stain my face no longer. I can't hold back the ripping, crushing pain inside my chest that is bursting through my ribcage. I just can't. The soft breeze cools my face and I let go. I stop struggling. I just stop and I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my darling, but mummy just couldn't be strong enough for you. I'm sorry as I fade away. Yeah, so that's that's a very, very emotional poem. Um, it's beautifully written, Val, and I can see how much emotion and, and has gone into that poem. Thank you, Billy. Thanks very much. Um, it's very, very emotive. Um, I can see that you've got lots of comments on this on this poem, and um, I'll have a look at them later. It's um, a pleasure to read it. Thank you so much for sending it in to me. All right, then. Actually, I'm sure there was something else I was going to say about you, Val. I can't remember. I'll remember in a minute. Okay, so let's do one of the community books now, okay? So for those that didn't um, come in at the start. I'm going to show you a few books. I'm just going to run through a few books and just shout if you want to hear from it. Okay, so I've got Laney's Teal Moon Poetry, The Facade of a Foxglove. I've got Musings by a Spearhead. That's what it's called, Musings by a Spearhead. Um, Nicholas Trandall, Pulling Words. Wild Imagination by Hia Oxford Girl. Sakshi Narala, Lovish, Somewhere Between Roses and Oranges by Laura Ferry's writer, Wildflowers Tea from CC Writes. I know there's absolutely so many, so many books. Okay, Jason Black, I'm going to write that down, Billy. That's on the Kindle. All right then. So Spear, Jason Black, Spear. Yes, it is, it is. Okay. Oh, I've got Penny for Your Poems by Claire Nichols. Experimental Fiction by Exper Simon of Experimental Fiction. And Alice wrote it, Fear Country. So I've got a few to be going on with. So I'm just going to bring up my um, Kindle. And we'll find one of Jason's. I'm sure I've still got his on my Kindle. So, 
keep on giving me any books that you want to hear from and I will absolutely um, I will read from them I've got one of his books but it's a novel let me just check that I've got his poetry book I can get it can we hear Spear please yeah let's do that one first then while I'm fiddling around while I'm fiddling around with the Kindle. Oh, that's annoying. Right. Okay, so this is Musings by a Spearhead. Okay. Let's see. Let's do a random stop, shall we? Okay, this one's called Passing Clouds. While the shooting stars will carry our wishes and plant them on the cheek of earth and yonder, for this one moment, my dear, will be etched on the shores of where we stand, with the waters embracing the golden sand and the ivory moon writing the story of our love on every single passing cloud. Let's do some more of this, do another little random stop. Okay. All right, let's do Before I Go. Before I go, I want to witness the collision of pole stars, dance under the shower of meteors, bathe in the light of the blood moon, twirl the galaxies around my fingers, for this is what I want. In desire, a multiversal fire display and nothing less. Before I go, I want to flip the world upside down like an hourglass. The sky now my earth for me to walk on the blue tinge as I hop like a child of surrealism in glee between clouds that bear my thoughts levitating midst the wild skies of my imagination. Before I go, I want to play with the diamonds I own, place them on the velvet canvas of the opulent night sky in the patterns myriad, an artist self-proclaimed christening them as constellations under my name, as they shine and reflect in the casket of my heart, an image never to tarnish with time. This is a lovely book. I haven't finished reading this one completely, and I um, I know that I know that Spear's been asking me to write a review for a while. So don't worry. I promise. I know how important reviews are to authors, so I will definitely do it. This one's called Lady of Secrets. She was a depth too impossible to fathom for waves of your ignorance to penetrate through, for she was the deepest point of her heart trench that held many revelations left in the dark. I'll do one more from Spear. Let's see. Okay. This one's called Pain. Just when you think you are a flower and people, butterflies, gently drawing the nectar of your soul, relishing the taste of it, you realise those aren't butterflies, but winged leeches cocooned out to suck the life and spirit out of your ever-immaculate good soul for you can do nothing but stand there helpless as they suck away what was owned within the good heart that once beat for those in need of it the voice that wept for those who screamed in pain the words that guided away for those in the dark gloom as they leave you now with nothing but emotions dark and lifeless now yearning for the color of hope and warmth profound all right so that is musings by a spearhead. Sorry, I think I said that incorrectly. By spear. So go and check it out. Go and look on Amazon. Let's plonk that one over there. <laughs> oh, bless. 
Okay, so I wanted to find um, Jason Black, which I'm sort of in the process of doing. Um, who else did we have on the list? Apart from Jason Black, I'm trying to see if I can find his book. I can. It's, it's definitely on there. Um, oh, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. So I just need to click here. Um, sorry for the kerfuffle here. Um, okay, let's go for this. Let's go for this. Hang on a second. Just bear with me. I'm sorry that I am faffing around here trying to get a book for you. It's almost up on my screen. Hello, Amy. Nice to see you. Okay, so this is really funny because this guy is a poet and an author on Twitter. And um, I believe that... Um, Billy went to school with him, I think. I don't know whether they've actually um, had a conversation about this at all, um, but I'm just trying to get that one up for you. It's not syncing very well at the moment, which is really, really annoying. Um, let's see. Um, sorry about this. So what I might have to do, it's just kind of going on to my Kindle. Let's see, most recent. So what I'm going to do is if... Oh, you're welcome. You're absolutely welcome. So do you guys want to give me another book? Um, so I know I've kind of said them loads of times. So there's Cece Wrights. There's Somewhere Between Oranges, Roses and Oranges. There's Lovish. There's Wild Imagination by Hia. Um, there's Fear Country by Alice. Pulling Words by Nicholas Trandall. Laney's lovely book, The Facade of a Foxglove, Penny for your poems, Laura Ferries, thank you very much, Billy, thank you very much. Okay, so this book, um, Somewhere Between Roses and Oranges, available um, on Amazon, and um, it's a lovely book. It's got some beautiful coloured photographs on it. So let's do a couple from here. This one's called The Rotten Pomegranates. It was a bit like that time back in December 98, when with all the innocence and intrigue only a child could have, I ran over to the fruit shop with 18p clutched in eager palm, that day's money box prizing, and promptly paid that grumpy old man who peddled me on one shiny pomegranate granite skin, as pure as golden beach sand, just like the one the girl in my street had, mining out each ruby red jewel with a silver pin, how they glittered under the light of winter sun, a sort of alluring Persian promise. I rushed back home with cold cheeks, berry red, to open sesame child seeded, seeded treasure chest, but in a place of cavern of a thousand crystals was nothing more than a decayed, rotten abyss, nothing salvageable, all dashed, all dashed, hope intangible, sinking heart of first disappointment. It really should have served as a sacred life lesson to not fall enchanted under fool's gold assumption. <laughs> Very good. I haven't read that one before. That's brilliant. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Okay. So I'll do another one. I'll do another one as well from her book. I probably can't do as many as I did for Spear because I'll be here for ages. It's 20 past six already. Okay, let me see. So, Spanish Night. In the inky midnight black, amidst, 
wisp of purple cloud as flirtatious waves break and crack and stars align constellations plowed and sky envelops star endowed dancing dancing embrace and sway under celestial ocean under silk breeze that whispers over become lost unto elysian notion heart sparks like a supernova check out laura ferris please do she is absolutely amazing she's a lovely lady she lived in spain for some time and um, she's originally from liverpool and she's come back to the uk now and her book is kind of like roses represents england oranges represents spain and then something in between is nothing about it's like kind of like the in between of um of her of her life in spain and her life in in england it's really really lovely book It's for purchase on Amazon. I don't think there's a Kindle version, but it's on Amazon. Okie dokie then. What I'm going to do, I'm going to take a break from those poetry um, books a second. And I'm going to read you another poem from the community. So I'm just going to go into that collection. It's a bit difficult when I'm working off all these different devices. <laughs> Okay, yeah, it's a great concept, isn't it? Absolutely. All right, this is one called Adulthood, and it's by um, somebody that I featured on Nova called Spilled Honey, and I really, really liked this one. There is glue on the floor, and it sticks to our fingers. And we stick to the table and we stick and we linger on tables and chairs that hang from the ceilings. And we cut paper ribbons to string up our feelings. And we tape up our hearts with glitter and sequins. And we can't pull apart because the glue keeps us reeled in. And we're fish on the line and we're children in sand. And we're losing the time and we're losing the land. And there's glue on the floor and glue in our mouths. And we silently mourn, but our growing is loud. And what would we give to be children? children again to relearn how to live and forget all our pain isn't that amazing really really like that one um love the rhythm love the fast pace of it love the language love the rhyme love the meaning of it <laughs> really really good really like that one okay um taylor sent me a poem to read as well so this is taylor powley on instagram they say magic is fading from the land. That's because they don't understand. Magic isn't something you hold in your hand. It comes from the soul, but you must have a plan. Some spells aren't so complex. You don't need a cauldron for every hex. An intense desire often works best. Send it to the universe. It will do the rest. Call it magic, a wish, a prayer. Getting what you want isn't rare, but the price you pay is hard to bear. So tread with caution, walk with care. Cut things which don't assist your purpose. Throw off generations of hexes and curses. Dive into what you want. Be subversive. Ground yourself and say some verses. Leave behind the excess things, shed them now and spread your wings, light your candles, find the words to sing, finish your rhyme with, so motte it be. Then watch as things fall into place, but don't rush, it isn't a race, and your world changes, slide in with grace. Don't try to keep hold for old time's sake, 
The loss of some of these will feel so tragic, but brush them away with your trusty broomstick. Your new form of life should be your new centric. That's what it's like to change your life with magic. Oh, I love Taylor because he writes really dark kind of poetry, but this is a bit lighter than his usual stuff, but still quite magical. Um, hi, Mike. Okay, Val, I haven't done book numbers. What I've done is just, I've just got them here. So, Penny for your poems. No, that's CC Writes. CC Churchill Wildflower Tea. Um, should we hear a bit of Sakshi? Should we do a, we do a Sakshi poem? Okay. Right, this is Love-ish. Sakshi is a good friend of mine, and um, once I did a live on Heart of Poets, she runs Heart of Poets, it's a massive feature site. Um, this book's lovely, very sophisticated looking, and it's all, it can be a bit saucy, this one, but this one's called Craved. I was only human. Love came to me as easy as breathing, but so did loneliness. My heart was pounding. A poem waited with bated breath to exhale from my chest. Why was love so fragile and my soul so wild? The sky wore a cape of stars. It was moonless night as I whispered these words into the ears of time. Today I missed your eyes, eyes that smiled back at me every time I smiled, a smile that my face once used to wear, now lost in the middle of nowhere. I missed it too. The space between my clavicles felt heavy, like the weight of the whole universe rested on thin air, that I achingly breathed to stay alive. Now that you were gone, I craved you, and there is no better way to say this. Oh. Okay, let's do another one from Sakshi's book. Let's see. Um, this, thanks Val, this is called Graffiti. We met a few times in my dream, hugged, kissed made love. Each time it felt like our souls got all mashed up, like how yellow and blue clay become green when kneaded together, come undone when one, beamed in a new shade of love, and then we would part, get back to our old lives with our new striking selves, rejuvenated, until the scorching sun of life faded us again, and we were no longer that new shade of green. We were like worn-out wolves, waiting for a new coat of paint, waiting to feel new, waiting for an artist to spray us with his imagination again. Until one night we made our way back to each other, to be something that we have never been, colour strippers and graffiti artists to each other's soul. Yeah, I am a bit of a... <laughs> I am a bit of a book hoarder as such. I mean, I don't have as many as Billy has. Um, I have more community books than Billy, but he has lots more other, other poetry books, for sure. <laughs> okay, so thank you for Ivan for being here. Ivan sent me a poem on Twitter. And guys, if you're not following me on Twitter, um, come over come over and join the Twitter gang because Ivan will be able to tell you it's very different from Instagram I love Instagram and I love Twitter I love them both because they are so different and actually I love all the chat it's, it's great fun okay um, so I'm going to just go into my inbox so I can read the poem that Ivan sent me what is it Ivan or Ivan oh I keep getting things wrong tonight okay let's see okay let's see so Ivan has a book, and it's called um, Neverman Musing, Turning Point. 
This one's called Papier, Papier's Detour. A piece of paper lays flat on the floor, a forgotten bore, an abandoned letter. She feels unfinished, a work half done, dreams once gone, left out, diminished. To think at a time her master with rush took her with a brush, ready to pen a line. She was so excited, feeling so brand new, her aspirations flew for a purpose to be invited. For quite a while, tightly tucked with siblings, waiting for a beginning to be the top on file. When he was just ready to write his note, a call he then got to the hospital quick and steady. His child, seriously broken, he had to rush to there, his troubled heart, his troubled heart unaware, leaving the window open. Miss paper on the table, left there waiting, suddenly levitating, sudden wind so unstable. Out the window she flew, touching ground to then lift off, almost like repeating cough, kicking her to where she never knew. Until it finally settled down, right by the sidewalk out there, watching people who wouldn't care, like brides stood up in the white gown. She was left wondering what happened to her master. Was it a terrible disaster, lamenting and worrying, and that sweet boy, full of joy and wonder, growing happily and stronger, sprinkling so much joy, lost a bit on such concern, suddenly she's picked up, a little girl with a pup, a new adventure she discerns. She feels some relief, this pretty girl will surely paint on her open canvas without faint, notwithstanding her past grief. She now has new reasons, a joyful while to fill, to fulfill all the way to the top of that hill even if she's still worried of past seasons so I'm, I'm rubbish at analyzing poems straight away after reading them once I have to get my pen out and start writing and reading and reading again so I can't really give much commentary on that one it's a bit of a mystery in some parts um, but a really really interesting poem thank you so much to share it with us um, I really enjoyed reading it to the group and thank you. And hopefully um, you'll be on in Instagram a little bit more um, now that we're following each other now, aren't we? So I'll be able to see some of your work if you post it on Instagram. Okay. Right. I wanted to read one. So did you guys all read my recent poem, which was called The Day He Fell? Well, I sent this to some people on Twitter to have a read and to um, potentially give me some honest feedback. And one person said that it reminded... Um, them of a poem called The Ballad of John Sycamore and I'd never read that poem and I decided to go and find it online Hi IJ! Lovely to see you um, So I found this one, like I said it's called The Ballad of William Sycamore by Stephen Vincent Bennett so I don't know if anyone has actually heard of that before Okay Gosh I'm so pink I'm on the gin <laughs> Okay here goes. My father, he was a mountaineer. His fist was a knotty hammer. He was quick on his feet as a running deer, and he spoke with a Yankee stammer. My mother, she was merry and brave, and so she came to her labor with a tall green fir for her doctor grave and a stream for her comforting neighbor. And some are wrapped in the linen fine, and some like a godling's scion. But I was cradled on twigs of pine and the skin of a mountain lion. And some remember a white starched lap, 
and a ewer with silver handles, but I remember a coonskin cap and the smell of Baybury candles. The cabin logs with the bark still rough and my mother who laughed at trifles, and the tall lank visitors brown as snuff with their long straight squirrel rifles. I can hear them dance like a foggy song. Through the deepest one of my slumbers, the fiddle squeaking, the boots among, and my father calling the numbers. The quick feet shaking, the punchy and floor, and the fiddle squealing and squealing, till the dried herbs rattled above the door and the dust went up to the ceiling. There are, luck there are children lucky from dust till dawn, but never a child so lucky, for I cut my teeth on money musk in the bloody ground of Kentucky. When I grew tall as the Indian corn, my father had little to lend me, but he gave me his great old powder horn and his woodsman's skill to befriend me. With a leather shirt to cover my back and a redskin nose to unravel, each forest sign I carried my pack as far as a scout could travel. Till I lost my boyhood, ugh, sorry, so I lost my boyhood and found my wife, a girl like a Salem clipper, a woman straight as a hunting knife with an eye as bright as the dipper. We cleared our camp where the buffalo feed, unheard of streams where our flagons, and I sowed my sons like the apple seed on the trail of western wagons. They were right tall boys, never sulky or slow, a fruitful, a goodly muster. The eldest died at the Alamo, the youngest fell with Custer. <laughs> The letter that told, it burnt my hand, yet we smiled and said, so be it. But I could not live when they fenced the land, for it broke my heart to see it. I saddled a red unbroken colt and rode him into the day there, and he threw me down like a thunderbolt and rolled me and rolled on me as I lay there. The hunters whistled, hummed in my ear as the city men tried to move me and I died in my boots like a pioneer with the whole wide sky above me. Now I lie in the heart of the fat black soil like the seed of the prairie thistle. It has washed my bones with honey and oil and picked them clean as a whistle. And my youth returns like the rains of spring and my sons like the wild geese flying and I lie and hear in the meadow larks sing and have much content in my dying. Go play with the towns you have built of rocks, the towns where you would have bound me. I sleep in my earth like a tired fox and my buffalo have found me. I don't know how that reminded him. I don't know how my poem reminded um, him of that poem. But I thought it was an interesting poem. I thought that might be one that you might like, Billy. <laughs> okay, so we need to read some of these poems. So I may have missed comments. I'm sorry. But let's do one of Alice Wrote It. Okay, so this is Fear Country by Alice Wrote It. Um, she's lovely and look what she made look at this this is a uh, rose quartz and what happened was she, she lives locally to me I've met her a few times we've been to open mic together and um, she also makes jewellery and she was doing a craft fair a couple of weeks ago three or four weeks ago and I went along to the craft fair and bought this beautiful necklace can you see it it's lovely isn't it I love it it's very special to me. Hi, Nigel. Okay, so this is Fear Country. So these are all quite long as well, but I quite like long-form poems anyway. Okay, let's see. Um, what should we do? What should we do? Okay. This is called 
people will sing. One of my best mate boxes. He gets up early on Sundays and makes his way to the gym to spar with a kid five times the size and half the age of him. He says they taught him to keep his eyes open when he gets hit, and that shit just hit me in the gut. Like, we can stare down at a fist, but we close our eyes when we kiss. Like, we can sit at the table with our own violence, but we can't bear to be in the same room as our own gentleness. It's these kind of dictomies that keep me awake at night, you know? Like, how we really only come together for weddings or funerals or sporting events, and the rest of the time we're all just sort of circumventing our hearts in little ships built of Lego parts, sharp at the edges but still threatening to break apart, gets me thinking about how we're all of us breaking apart into jagged, jagged, jagged edges pieces. Like we can swear, all life is sacred, and in the same breath refuse to hand to those clawing at life with brittle bones where hope used to be. Like how we can march in solidarity, wearing our weary worn down badges of me too, me too, swearing that this year is the year of the feminist choices, yet still chew off our tongues despite our voices. How can we find grace in a blade of grass? Say... Say we can hear God's voice in the vastness of an autumn sky, yet still spit blood and rain, hate down in his or hers or their name, like the divine would never think to ask us why. The beauty and the grace and love in the setting sun is not enough. How can little girls crying in ash in mortared schools not be enough? The faceless mob, the accusing gapping moor. The groping, sweaty paw, the hooligan, the yob, the police officer just doing their job. That tiny spark that throws a protest over the edge into riot. That awful quiet that falls in the bathroom stalls when someone who doesn't fit a mould is told they don't belong. Like we can wash our hands in the same room as a bigot, but we cannot bear to stand, kneel or love in solidarity for equality for fear of losing our seat. How is it that love is often on the back beat? I'm tired, you know? I'm past this heat of anger, you know? I'm bruised from this hard, calculating world, slapping me one too many times on the arse and calling me a good girl. I'm trying to remember Gandhi's words about how truth and love have always won. Trying to remember Rumi said, the cracks are how the light gets in. I'm trying to remember that there is light to let in. It's tough, you know, like I don't have an answer for you. This world is hard and people are cruel and people will hate and take and want and break, but people will sing and there is magic. And there is music. And people will give and people will dance. Dance. Another friend once said, there's a dance for everything. And that's the sort of light I want in my cracks to let in. I want dance parties in my kitchen where when my heart is breaking, I want guitars and campfires and shitty renditions of the redemption song. So I know people will always be singing redemption. And people will always be striving to put one foot in front of the other and climb, pulling each other up by the bootstraps. People will clap the rhythm of unity and people will cry thunder with their eyes wide open like they can finally bear to stand in the presence of their own fragility. People will rise and bloom into perfect, broken, open rooms of sunlight. We cold, cruel creatures. We compassionate, resilient creatures. There is so much hypocrisy. Blankets stitched into humanity. My thumbs have grown calluses from all the sewing and unpicking. We bruised and salt-stung things. We fragile things. Crack open with me and let all that broken light in. 
so her poems are a bit of a mouthful. Um, I do not read them at all as well as, as Alice does. Um, she knows a lot of them off by heart. And she was absolutely fabulous when we went to the art rooms, or the art house, whatever it's called in Bristol. And she was just wonderful. I wonder whether there's just one more that's perhaps not so long that I could read to you. Um, see the time, it's quarter two. Okay, this is called This Is The Sea. He sleeps in early October light, curled around me like a question mark, even though he knows I'm not the answer. Still, he's not afraid to ask. Even though he knows I'm not the problem to be solved, still, he writes his workings in the margins of my elbows, my knees, my chewed-down nails, my sharpened shadow parts, and soft folds of origami heart on my paper sleeve. He knows he doesn't know why this early morning silence sputters apologies. Why sometimes grief stut stut stutters and fits and starts. Why the shoreline of my mind is dotted with rotting warships built from the pieces of burnt-out and broken parts. He calmly collects it all with the waves, smothered glass, and keeps it safe. My tiny holes to let me breathe. He sees me, more naked than I've ever been. An ear pressed to the beating in my chest and listening for the sea. And I know I shouldn't need him or anyone to set me free. But maybe it's okay for him to have given me the key. Maybe I don't need to save me. But it's okay to trim our mansail on this forever of waves, sitting beneath this forever of October sky, where we pry the lid off. My shivering firefly heart kept safe in this storm lantern jar, taste the lighting in the air when he tells me, Love, love, look, just look at that sea. Okay, so that's Alice wrote it. Go and buy her book like right now. It's available in Kindle and paperback on Amazon. Alice wrote it, Fear Country. <clears throat> I'm missing all the comments, so I don't know what you want me to read. And hi, Joel. Okay, so shall I just choose? So, let's see. So I'm going to read one from Simon. So this is experimental fiction. He is totally um, amazing. He's a fantastic rhyming poet. And um, he, he just writes such amazing pieces. And um, what was funny? I can't remember what was funny now. So yeah, basically... Um, this guy, Experimental Fiction on Instagram and um, Poet Simon on Twitter. Um, this is an old book, though. It's got lots of his old pieces in it. He's not done any one... Um, he's not done any new books recently. So I'm going to read the first one in the poem. <clears throat> Here goes. Tea in the cup. Oh, yes, I will get to Jason Black. It's just my... The Kindle was being really silly, OK? So let me just go back into that. And I should be able to get that up. Sorry. Um, okay, so experimental fiction. Tea in the cup. Lay with me. Please don't get up. We're warm in here. There's tea in the cup. Stay in bed. We don't have to rise. Curl up with me and close your eyes. Sunlight through windows, warming the room. He whispered all night and talked down the moon. We've nothing to do, no places to be, no goals to achieve and no one to see. So pull me in close and whisper my name. Tell me you love me and tell me again. The day will come calling and we'll have to depart. Clothes will be found, blinds pulled apart. But until then, lay with me. Please don't get up. We're warm in here, there's tea in the cup. <laughs> one don't you it's just so beautiful and so cheeky okay let's just choose another one from simon's book oh, let's see what would you do 
If you could give me a gift, what would it be to show me the truth, the cast iron fact of your self-declared love for me? Would you write on the moon in letters so bold, a story of passion, of hearts given in trust, a tale that's never been told? Would you show me the secret of how stars shines? Would you tell me its brightness just cannot compare to the glow of the light in my eyes? How far would you travel or just your two feet to bring me a snowflake held soft in your hand to prove how I'm just as unique? What oaths would you swear? What promises kept? Would you stay with me here, protect me from harm and kiss away tears that were wept? I ask this of you as it's you I adore and if proof were needed of just how I feel, I'd do all these things and more. He's great, isn't he? Experimental fiction. Go and follow him. Or even better, go on to Amazon and order his book. It's called Experimental Fiction. The poem's a selection of poetry. Billy really wants to hear um, Jason Black, so hang on, let me just see if I can find it. Oh, sorry. This is very annoying. Um... I've just, I've just got it back on Kindle Unlimited, you see? Hi, Makeup with Amanda. Nice to see you. Okay. Um, I really want to read this now. Absolutely. I'm just wondering why it's not syncing on my device, which is very, very annoying. Um, if I go on to his... Right, I've got the book. It says that it's called Life's Little Song, and I click on Read Now... Um, and it says, I got this book, so how do I read it? Do you know what I mean? It's a bit weird. Um, I should be able to do this, hang on. If I download a sample, it should be, hang on. Okay, so this is Jason J. Black, who you can find on Twitter. And he used to go to the same school as, um, Billy. Are you going to contact him, Billy? That's all right, Joel. You go absolutely fine. Take care. Okay, it's, it says it's... Oh, I don't know what's going on with it. I just can't waste time on it, Billy. But it should be in my library, but it's just... It's just... I'm having a few problems with it. So, um... Okay, Joel, no problem. Okay, let's try and get through all of these books, okay? I'll just have to read maybe one from each of them. Okay, this is Penny for Your Poems by Claire Nichols. I'm not sure what her handle is. Claire, I think it's Claire Louise Nichols. This is a really lovely rhyming poetry book, okay? So, let's see. Choices. It was only when she was at her lowest she could see how far she'd come. Time after time she had built herself up. Once again she was feeling numb. She yawned and stretched and pondered life. Choices, choices what she thought were right. The need to find a happy place. The, sorry, the need to find a place to be happy, shut away darkness, turn to the light. For remember, nothing lasts forever. Try and make peace with today. For it is the start of something new. Bring out your inner child and play. This one's called Panic. 
I close my eyes to block out the light. My head is spinning and I feel so light. Every noise I hear starts to intensify, creating pictures from sounds. My mind just cannot lie. Skin starts to prickle, hairs start to ripple, breathing speeds up fast. I feel like it's my last. Then slowly there's a change. A breeze comes drifting by grey clouds of past and there is blue within the sky. A coolness spreads around. The danger is now gone. Time to return to normal and then carry on. This one's called Penny for Your Poems. <laughs> okay, let's do one from Hia's book. So this is Wild Imagination by Hia Oxford Girl. So let's see what we'll do. Okay, this one's called Family Vacation. The places we have gone to and the trips that together we have taken, those good times of bid me adieu, and those memories are a little shaken, photographs of love and laughter of all those beautiful family vacations that I keep posting on social media thereafter. Even of those weird accommodations, it never mattered where we did go, as long as we were happy together. The happiness that made my face glow through good and bad weather at different ages and on memories pages we'll be happy on our vacation forever even though life's vehicle passes broken bridges my photographic memory will keep me satisfied forever and ever okay you're going to do one more of here's um this is just a quick one. Dear Imagination, you are pretty much the only memory of my childhood that only I can remember and the only ears I told my secrets to. <laughs> okay, that's Wild Imagination. I think she does have another book coming out. I think she's working on it. Okay, right, so this is Lainey's book that is The Facade of a Foxglove, which is not being printed at the moment, but will be at some point very soon. So do contact Teal Moon Poetry if you want to know more about this. I'm going to read a couple of poems from this one. Okay, this one's called Hanging Words. If only... If only I had known those words of yours, those words I hung upon would be the noose that nearly took my life, if only. This whole book is about domestic violence, and it's harrowing to read. This one's called Eclipse. With burning fear running down my face, he stood above me, sneering, towering my cowering, shadowing freedom's sweet taste with eyes of animus lace. Pouring into my cavernous feeling, drowning in his fiery hot spring, the air between us shifted, rage encased. He held out his hand to lift me, a genuine smile lightened his mane, apologies rippled through his curled lips. I rose with fear, beginning to flee, his lips cushioned the fruits of rapine, and I fell into him and drowned in his eclipse. Hmm... Yeah, this is completely handmade, so she's printed it all herself and made the cover and binded it together. So it's a very, very special book. That's Teal Moon Poetry. Thank you, Ivan. Thank you very much. Okay, so I just wanted to make sure I'd read something from all of the books. So there's just two more to go. Right, okay. Wildflower Tea, CC writes. Um, okay, so this is quite a magical book. So, magical poetry in it. 
They don't have titles, actually. Oh, no, they do at the bottom, don't they? Yeah, fairy tales. Life was perfect, just you, me, and the wildflower tea. Like Romeo and Juliet, a love story most have never met, but all stories come to an end, and only some get a happily ever after. Hi, Carol. Okay, let's see what else we have. Okay, this is called Fences. My white picket fence has holes to mend, paint chipping scores of splinters, weight my hands, weight my blood, stained white as winter's silence stained, but peeling layers, see the decades where my hands resemble theirs, where they laid first length, stolen youth, stolen from me, from you, yet hands find home where blood and splinters hold my name, hold my tears but never my heart. That's all right. We're almost finished up anyway. So, yeah, you take care. Nice to meet you. All right. So, yeah, she's quite a big account, I think, on, um, on Instagram, isn't she? CC writes. Um, I'm going to read you one from Nicholas's book, and then I'm going to see if I can read you to finish off something, one of my favourite poems, some of it, because it's a very long poem. Okay, so this is Nicholas Trandell, Pulling Words. days of autumn. The days of autumn, they fall like leaves from boughs coloured in warmth, smouldering against the cooling air. The days of autumn, like those hot-toned leaves, blaze with evanescence. This one's called Speaking with Stars. The stars had always been the most sentimental of friends, glittering like splintered gems in the grand lofts of the night. They spoke very softly of reassurance. The stars sparkle even now, years later, over a bleaker world. But their voices have, for me, become muted, like the love of man for one another. Are they saddened, those stars, or are they angry with all of us? I wonder if the stars will dim as they, one by one, turn away from our little blue planet, recasting their celestial gazes elsewhere. Hello, Ollie. Um, okay, so, um, very almost done. I don't think I've got very much long, to be honest, on this one. I've got just a couple of minutes. Um, this is Christina Rossetti, Goblin Market, and it's probably not going to allow me to read very much of this, but I'm just going to read you the first part of this. Billy bought me this book. Sarah Altian introduced me to Goblin Market, um, and it's just an amazing poem, so I'll just read the opening lines to it. There are some people I haven't got round to reading, but I'll do another live, possibly not tomorrow night, but maybe the night afterwards, and I'll pick up with those. Okay, Goblin Market by Christina Rossetti. Morning and evening, maids heard the goblins cry. Come buy our orchard fruits, come buy, come buy. Apples and quinces, lemons and oranges, plump bumpet cherries, melons and raspberries, bloom down cheap peaches, swat-headed mulberries, wild freeborn cranberries, crab apples, dewberries, pineapples, blackberries, apricots, strawberries, all ripe together in summer weather. Morns that pass by, fair eaves that fly, come buy, come buy. Our Grapes fresh from the vine, pomegranates full and fine, dates and sharp bullaces, rare pears and green gauges. Damsons and bilberries, taste them and try them. Currants and gooseberries, bright fire like barberries. Figs to fill your mouth, citrons from the south. Sweet to tongue and sound to eye. Come by, come by. Evening by evening among the brookside rushes, Laura bowed to bare her head. Lizzie veiled her blushes. Crouching close together in the cooling weather, with clasping arms and cautioning lips, with tingling cheeks and fingertips. Lie close, Laura said. Pre 
Lie, lie close, Laura said, pricking up her golden head. We must not look at goblin men. We must not buy their fruits. Who knows upon what soil they fed their hungry, thirsty roots? Come by, called the goblins, hobbling down the glen. Oh, cried Lizzie, Laura, Laura, you should not peep at the goblin men. Lizzie covered up her eyes, covered close, lest they should look. Laura reared her glossy head and whispered like the wrestling brook. Look, Lizzie, look, Lizzie, down the glen, tramp little men. One holds a basket, one bears a plate, one lugs a golden dish of many pounds weight. How fair the vine must grow, whose grapes are so luscious. How warm the wind must blow, though those fruit bushes. No, said Lizzie, no, 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 their offers should not charm us so, their evil gifts would harm us. She thrust a dimpled finger in each ear, shut eyes and ran. I can't read anymore because it's going to cut me off. Thank you very much. I just wanted to share with you the wonderful poetry books that I've got from the community and thought it was a nice way to kind of, um, you know, have a live talking about these books that I've got because I've got loads. So um, thank you for listening and everyone that's caught up on the replay. Um, have to go now um but have a great evening and um hopefully i will see you soon